Welcome to the ENA Podcast. This is the ENA Podcast, and I'm Dan Campana, Senior Manager for PR and Communications with the Emergency and Nurses Association, welcoming you back to uh, the latest episode of the ENA Podcast. And uh, today I, I've got a, a guest that uh, I've been um, honored to, to get to know a little bit in the last couple of years um, and learn a little bit about everything that he's been a part of, um, both on the, the state and local level, but also on the national level with ENA. Uh, Jim Holes, who is the ENA Foundation Chairperson in 2020 and also uh, helped chair the 50th Anniversary Planning Committee. Uh, so Jim's had a lot going on in the last couple of years. So Jim, welcome to the ENA Podcast. Thanks, Dan. It's good to be here. So, Jim, um, you know, I've gotten to know a little bit about what you've, uh, you know, what you've done with ENA uh, in your career, but offer a little bit of your background. So, for listeners who maybe don't know you as well or just know some of your story, uh, a little bit of a, a little bit about how you've been active with ENA over the years. Oh, wow! Gosh, Dan, I uh, should have pulled up my resume. Um, <laughs> I, I've been an emergency nurse and an ENA member for 36 years. I joined in 1984, um, and. Uh, have been active, as you said, at a, a, a chapter state and uh, uh, national level. Uh, I was a chapter officer. Uh, I was a state officer and state treasurer. Um, I was the chair of the found of the. Um, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought there. Um, finance committee uh, for the New Jersey ENA. Um, but my, I think my most most active role in uh, with New Jersey was chair of the emergency care conference. Um, I chaired that committee for eight years over the last 20 some years, um, a very successful conference that we ran for New Jersey. It was a, a large fundraiser for us. Um, we had between 500 and 600 participants every year and uh, uh, about 50 to 55 vendors. So it was uh, quite an event, uh, very successful for our state. We actually drew from the uh, mid-Atlantic and um, New York, Connecticut region. So uh, it was a, uh, I would say the largest regional conference, uh, other than ENA, is the largest state conference um, in the country. Um, a, a lot of work, um, but a lot of fun, um, and certainly uh, very gratifying uh, for me. Uh, and then on a national level, um, I served uh, when I was state president on the elections task force back in 1992. Um, I was chair of the nominate of the, um, excuse me, I was on nominations committee, but I was. Uh, chair of the resolutions committee. Uh, I have been the chair of the annual meeting. I've been on annual meetings several times. I was on what was on our leadership conference committee. Um, and then for the last three years, I've been on the uh, board of trustees for the foundation. So this is a question I always love to ask, especially with members who have been around, uh, you know, to the, to the number of years that you have. What got you interested in ENA in the first place? Um, I think what got me interested in ENA in the first place was um, the ability to be with like-minded folks. Um, you know, I was I, I was a new nurse. Um, I uh, got a job immediately in an emergency department on, uh, upon graduation, and I really felt I needed uh, education, I needed support, um, and I needed the camaraderie of um, my peers and colleagues. And so uh, that's why I became active in the association. And I think like most people will tell you, once you get in, you get sucked in. Um, <laughs> you know, your first meeting, you're volunteered for something. So, um, you know, I, I've always felt that I was a leader and I've always felt it was important. 
um, to be part of that community. And now, you know, I'm retired. I, I think it's um, time to give back. And so that's why I do what I do now. And, you know, that's a great segue when you talk about giving back that that's what the foundation has been known for, you know, over the years. And, uh, you know, the foundation has an anniversary of its own coming up next year, you know, with it being its 30th anniversary. For you, these last few years with the foundation, um, clearly, you know, there's there's always something going on in terms of how to give back and help support emergency nursing. You know, this year, uh, that took on even a little bit more of a different tone uh, because of everything with COVID-19. But um, sort of summarize a little bit of, of what um, what you've enjoyed most about working with the foundation and really the benefits that that brings outward into the, the emergency nursing community. Well, I, you know, again, you're right. We're celebrating our 30th anniversary uh, next year as a, as a foundation board uh, or as a foundation. Um, you know, I think that historically, the foundation has been extremely uh, successful in providing scholarship to nurses. Um, you know, that clearly that's one of the major uh, components of the foundation. And I think it's certainly a pillar of what we want to do uh, along with research. Um, but I, I think that what I'm most proud of and what I'm most pleased with is that the foundation is pivoting a little bit toward philanthropy as well. Um, I, I think that we do a great job of providing scholarship and research to our members. Um, but we could do a better job of reaching out to our communities uh, and to our non-members um, and to, when I say community, I mean the nursing community as well as the communities that we serve. So um, I think one of the, the best examples of that this year has been the um, COVID-19 relief funds. You know, I, I checked today and we've given out uh, 422 um, COVID-19 relief grants and that's over $252,000. So I, I think that, um, you know, that's an example for me of how we've pivoted away from scholarship and more toward uh, philanthropy. And I want to be careful when I say that because I don't want I don't want people to assume that we're not going to offer scholarships anymore. I think we, you know, that's still a strong component of the foundation and, and that will never go away. But I think that there are additional opportunities for the foundation to make an impact, um, both from a fundraising perspective and from uh, a philanthropic perspective. So um, that's what I'm most pleased about for my term in office. What I like most, I think is a great group of people to work with. I mean, I think it's so rewarding um, to be able to give those scholarships out. It's so rewarding to me when I call someone on the phone and say, hey, I just want to let you know that you received a $5,000 scholarship or a $2,000 scholarship. Um, it is very meaningful. Um, to me from the scholarship perspective and very meaningful for the research perspective as well. I got an opportunity to um, speak to the gentleman who received the Sigma ENA grant this year. Um, again, very rewarding conversation. It makes me feel kind of warm and fuzzy and I think it does the whole foundation board. And one of the things that uh, has come up in the last couple of years as ENA has really broadened out from an international, uh, international perspective is that opportunity to offer uh, international members opportunities to come to conference and this year with EN20X. Um, so, you know, the, the foundation definitely seems to be in, in good step with where ENA is going in terms of getting to those larger audiences and really, um, you know, bringing in those folks who are engaged and want to do more, whether it's through research or whether through continuing education and the foundation continues to offer those opportunities, whether you're in the United States or beyond. Um, you know, what is what has that meant to you? Because you've seen ENA and its evolution over these last, you know, three and a half decades. But to see that we're at that point now, where virtually we're bringing people in from around the world, and the foundation has a part in doing that. Yeah, we gave out eighteen scholarships this year to uh, to international colleagues uh, to attend the um, 
the conference virtually, obviously. And of those 18, we gave 13 uh, year-long memberships. And so uh, 13 of those 18 people were not members of, of ENA, and we offered them an, a one-year digital membership. Um, I think that that's, uh, I think that's a great opportunity for us to uh, have a greater impact in the international uh, field. I think that's certainly a goal for us next year is to increase the visibility of that international fund. Um, you know, again, um, Dan, I think that, um, you know, one of the things that we've seen is most of our funds come from our members. Um, and I think, you know, if we begin to look at how to create um, a proposition for uh, corporate sponsors or other companies to, to contribute to the foundation, we need to look at other ways that, that make it um, palatable for them. Sure. So, you know, certainly, you know, increasing education in the international arena, increasing membership and standards in the international arena, I think have an opportunity to provide us with um, better uh, able to partner with other organizations and, and certainly with other corporations for from a, a donation perspective. And so um, that's something I know we're looking forward to doing next year. Sure. So one of the other hats that you've been wearing for the last couple of years is with the 50th anniversary planning committee. Um, the, you know, this is the you know this year had a lot of promise and a lot of hope and obviously we know that things got you know like everything in life you know there's been some disruption and change that's come with that but uh, walk through a little bit about you know where you know the 50th committee started you know this wasn't something that you guys just started talking about you know six months ago this was something that was talked about for quite some time to lead up to and uh, while I'm sure there's some disappointment that we weren't able to play everything out the way we wanted to, um, there was still a lot of good things I, I imagine that's come from the committee and, and really helping ENA get that perspective of what this year, regardless of what the activities were, but what 50 years really means for this organization. Uh, yeah, the committee was formed in uh, the summer of 2018. Um, so we really have been working for now over two years um, as a committee uh, to plan and to um, kind of uh, be thought leaders around what we wanted to accomplish in those 50 years. And um, again, I think we really decided early we wanted to focus on the past, the present, and the future. So, you know, what, how, what are our past accomplishments? Where are we now as an organization? And what do we see in the future for emergency nursing and for ENA? Um, I think it was a, a very group of people. There were, um, there was a past president, there was our historian, uh, someone from the AEN board, uh, an emerging leader. So we really had a, a great group of people uh, and a diverse group of people who I think understood um, you know, how to reach out to and include as many people as possible. Because I think there, you know, there is a generational gap in, in, in our membership. And those of us who've been around for a long time, probably don't know necessarily the best ways to communicate or what excites a new member. And so uh, we really wanted to be able to um, respect each um, person who was a, a member and provide them with something that made sense for them and, and excited them and celebrated them as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think that the committee did a, a lot of great work. I think it was a, it has been a huge disappointment for the committee, obviously, not to be able to celebrate in person. I mean. Certainly, I think it's a disappointment for everyone not to be able to celebrate in person, but I think um, certainly for those on the committee, um, it, it was a letdown to not be able to see the, uh, you know, to, to be a part of the, um, uh, the fruition of the work that the, they, they accomplished. Um, but I think that a lot of good things came out of that. I think that the, the timeline um, that we're doing, uh, historical timeline, is still in the works to, um, 
uh, be traveling around over the next uh, year, 2021. Um, I think that uh, we are still looking at honoring past presidents in 2021. Um, so I think a lot of the things from 2020 will go over to 2021. Um, and again, we're really celebrating our 20, our 50th anniversary starting in December, because December is when the association was actually uh, formed. So 2021 is still really our 50th year. Um, so you know, hopefully we'll be able to do it better this year than we did last year. But sure. um, and, and I think that the, the committee itself has really um, changed from a committee uh, of workers to ambassadors. And so our goal with the 50th anniversary committee now is to move into that uh, role of ambassador with their states that they liaison with so they can keep folks abreast of what's going on and um, you know how to move forward. Um, again, I think that you know that we gave out a number of grants to states to celebrate and weren't able to really use that money this year to the way that they thought they had. So um, you know I think Folks have been really creative. I think um, the anniversary was as successful as it possibly could have been uh, in a virtual world. Sure, and I think what's what's exciting to know is that you know, um, you know, when people talk about birthdays, you get to a certain age, and it's like, well, it's just a number. And well, you know, this is a big number for ENA. It certainly doesn't mean that uh, we stop reflecting on the past and talking about where the future is going to go. And you know, there's always something that's going to help kind of keep all those perspectives together. And as you know, because you've been around ENA, you know, for for a number of years, um, it doesn't take much to to get ENA members together to have a good time and and, and to party right. a little bit. So you know, whether it's uh, year fifty one or year fifty, uh, you know, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, I think if we, you know, when people get to come back together again, that the the party and the celebratory mood will certainly be there. You know, however it's framed, right? Right. It could be fifty three and a half, and we'd still celebrate. <laughs> That's right. Being together. Um, you know, and, and I think that the, the virtual the, the virtual conference and the virtual experience this year um, was in some ways beneficial to uh, our members in our organization. Certainly, it was beneficial to international members because they could attend um, from home and not have to, uh, you know, bear the expense of, of coming out. And the same with our, some of our members. I think it, it's an opportunity for us to really, um, you know, bring in new members without having to physically be there in person. So yeah. I think I think uh, there was there were some great benefits from it. Yeah, and, and you hit right on it. I think one of the things we've heard in feedback over the last, um, you know, several weeks since EN20X is that um, it did broaden the audience in certain respects, but um, nobody, you know, the face-to-face -face engagement and all the traditions that people have in traveling to conference is certainly one thing, but given how distant you know, a lot of people have felt throughout the year to come together you know, chatting, you know, during, dur during different sessions or during the different 50th celebration, um, you know, party events that went on, you know, five parties at one time. I mean, that's very ENA-ish to let's, let's pile on as many parties as we can at once, <laughs> but people really enjoyed it. It was a chance to, uh, you know, take a deep breath, relax a little bit and sure we'd love to be together someplace and, and having, you know, the typical, especially from the foundation perspective, get everybody together, you know, to celebrate and, and support the foundation. But, um, you know, one of the things that I know was really exciting for the foundation was uh, the text to give was even bigger this year, you know, and, and the opportunity. And, um, you know, one of my favorite parts about that was we got the, the video of, of the, the one member's uh, two young sons that were watching that ticker go up you know, as we were getting closer and closer to that 10,000 goal and then to blow past that in, in just about a half hours amount, half hours amount of time. Um, what, what did that say to you about, you know, ENA members as a whole and the folks that were a part of 20X that uh, it's been a tough year, but they were really lining up to help you guys out and, and to hit that goal, you know, regardless of where we were at. 
Well, and, and I think they were really lining up to help themselves. Dan, uh, you know, again, I think that the foundation certainly is the vehicle through which to do that. But um, I think, you know, one of our goals as a foundation is to try and be as public as possible and to be as um, out front as possible so people know where their money goes. Um, and I think that um, they see when we continue to talk about, you know, the 111 academic scholarships and the 96 conference scholarships that their money is being spent back on uh, what they deem as important. So, um, you know, I think that uh, that was great that uh, over $10,000, I think it was close to 12,000 or over $12,000. Um, you know, it was great to see that. I'd love to see us do that more often because I think it's, you know, front of mind, it's easy and you don't really have to think about it. And, and it's challenge, it becomes a challenge. So, yeah. you know, let's hit it more often than, than just the one time a year. <laughs> so one of the things, you know, whenever I, I've had an opportunity to talk to, to folks that um, have seen ENA from a lot of different viewpoints and, and over the decades and the highs and the lows that the association has had, you know, I'm always interested to hear, you know, what some of the things that stand out to you um, as a member over these years. And, um, you know, with some of the roles that you've been in, and you were talking about the New Jersey conference, um, it, you know, that was featured uh, last year in an, in an issue of Ina Connection, where you can really see just how big an event that is. And if you're not from the area and you haven't attended it, you may not know, or your states may have a smaller scale event, you may not realize how big an endeavor that is. And you described that earlier. But with all the things that you've been a part of over the last 36 years, you know, are, are there a couple of things that really stand out to you as memorable about you know, being a part of ENA or a moment where ENA was really, you know, it served its mission in a way that really uh, spoke to you and made you feel, you know, as big a part of it as, as you've become, you know, with all these different roles. I mean, what, uh, it, it, it's probably hard to encapsulate that, but, you know, are there some things that really, um, that jump out to you and when you think about being a part of ENA for as long as you have? I think a couple of things jumped out to me, certainly from a professional perspective, some of the legislation that we've been able to pass, some of the standards that we put in place, some of the practice that we change uh, has really made a huge impact on me from a professional standpoint. Um, I would say probably the bigger impact is from a personal standpoint. Um, you know, again, being a, uh, in this organization for 30 years or 36 years, um, I, I've certainly developed some lifelong friends. Um, I've developed a second family um, where, you know, a second family, a, a group of folks who I know, and again, that's part of the, the, the joy of the conference is coming to conference to see those people that you only see once a year. So it's like a family reunion. Um, but there are also people that I know that I can call and count on um, throughout the year to, to be there for me and to, to be able to be there for them. Um, and I met my husband at DNA uh, in 1991. So um, certainly ENA, uh, has a special spot in my mm -hmm. life and uh, was certainly able to celebrate, um, you know, with a lot of my ENA family. So um, it, it's kind of been my home away from home and my family away from my family. And, you know, what, what a great perspective. I mean, how it threads through your personal life, your professional life, and it's created all sorts of different opportunities, um, you know, it sounds like, you know, from a, a planning standpoint, from helping, you know, um, in terms of direction for things like elections and, and planning conferences and, you know, the foundation. So, um, you know, those are a ton of different hats over the years, but it certainly shows that, uh, you know, uh, you know, the various ways that people can get involved and keep, you know, keep moving their careers forward while also helping the association move forward. So uh, I think, you know, while we just talked about the 50th and we talked about the foundation that certainly, you know, you offered that great perspective that talks about, you know, sort of the historical lineage of 
you know, you're just one member, but we know these stories have replicated out, you know, across our membership for many, many years. And I'm sure you've heard those stories from people as well about how ENA has become embedded as part of their lives and the difference that it makes. So, um, you know, I appreciate you offering some of those perspectives. And, and of course, even though you'll be moving into the past chairperson role next year, uh, I assume we will not see any less of you uh, when it comes to ENA uh, moving forward. So, you know, what uh, what are you looking forward to for 2021, either through you know the foundation or just overall from an ENA perspective? Uh, well, through, from the foundation, yes, I'll be a media past chair. Sally Snow will be taking over uh, in January uh, and I'll be sliding over to uh, chair the scholarship subcommittee um out of the foundation excited about that we've created a new scoring rubric um, this year that we'll be introducing and uh, it has made scoring much clearer and much more objective and we're very thrilled about that um so you know i'm, I'm looking forward to, to moving over to scholarship and handing sally the reins for next year <laughs> um you know i i i think that i i that's a good question, Dan. I mean, I really haven't thought about, you know, after 2021, what my goals are. Um, I'm a member of the Academy, so I, I'd like to continue to be active in the Academy. Um, I think I'd like to continue some level of activity with the foundation, whether it's on a, uh, a committee or not. Um, and I, I thought about that a lot because I, I like doing what I'm doing. I like being involved with the association. I think it keeps me current. I think it keeps me in contact with um, folks, you know, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, how it's woven through my life. And I didn't think about this, but, um, you know, as uh, one of the founders for Blue Jay Consulting, I don't think I would have been as successful had it not been for ENA because I called on my ENA friends and members to form the company. So, you know, initially all of our consultants were ENA people that I knew and could trust and knew that their ability to lead. So it really was, um, from my perspective, uh, people that, that helped us grow the business, but also people who had a reputation within the, within the emergency services world. So ENA provided that for me, um, you know, tremendously. Um, so, uh, so I don't know what we I was just going to say that it's, it, you know, certainly shows how, you know, as ENA's trajectory has grown and changed over the years that, um, you know, you offer an example of how your own trajectories can change because of those interactions and, you know, that that second family that you've referenced, uh, you know, I think that's what's interesting here because everybody within the, you know, whether you're a, a new member or you've been around a long time, everybody starts in a particular spot and, you know, really the, the doors that open up are part of what the association offers, but what people are willing to take a step forward to try to do. And, and certainly you've, you've done that in many different ways over the years, Jim. Yeah, I, I, I am... Uh... I guess I have. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes but, it's hard to be hard to be humble, but yes, yeah. I, 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 I agree. And I, I don't think I'm done. I, I think I'd still like to give back to the organization. I think um, certainly uh, my husband and I continue to support uh, the foundation from a from a um, financial perspective. But, um, you know, I, I think that there's still opportunity to uh, teach and to give and and I'd like to continue to do that. Well, Jim Holes, uh, the 2020 ENA Foundation Chairperson and the Chair of the 50th Anniversary Steering Committee, uh, we appreciate you being a part of the ENA podcast today and uh, sharing a little bit of your own history within that 50-year window that uh, that ENA has been around. And uh, we certainly look forward to seeing what comes next uh, for you moving forward and all those different ways that you described. Well, thank you, Dan. I appreciate the time you've offered me here.
So that'll do it for this episode of the ENA podcast. And um, obviously we spent, spent a, a little bit of time talking about the 50th anniversary. So uh, I do want to give another uh, shout out to a couple of our 50th anniversary sponsors, Stryker and, and Jones and Bartlett were certainly uh, there with ENA throughout the year this year as we celebrated our 50th a little bit differently than we expected, but we appreciate them uh, continuing to offer their support um, as ENA uh, hits this major milestone and, and certainly as we move into uh, the new year and, and all the things that uh, um, you know, we're excited to, to hopefully be able to bring forward, whether it's uh, continuing the celebration of the 50th or bringing on these new and exciting things as we move into a new year. With all that, uh, I'm Dan Campana. I thank you again for being a part of the ENA podcast and look forward to uh, you tuning in for our next episode coming up real soon. Mm -hmm.